Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm fine. Is this Mr. Michael Carter? Yes. Hi. How are you? I I am doing fine. And yourself? Yeah, there's some technical difficulties over here. Wouldn't let me on at first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so good evening. I'm Yara Kalima, and this is Swag Radio. Joining us tonight is Mr. Michael Carter. Author of Between Girlfriends. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Any day you wake up, it's a good day. And it's a pleasure to be here. And I would like to say that, uh, you know, offer you uh, congratulations on your career. I see that you're uh, continuing to do some big things. And, again, I just want to, you know, give you, you, know, give you a shout-out, you know, to uh, the work you're doing. You have uh, children's books out as well, correct? Yes, I have a lot of things going on. <laughs> I have a lot of things going on, and I thank you for um, acknowledging those things, and I thank you for um, congratulating me on those things. Oh, I'm, I'm always impressed with somebody who's out there getting it done. Yeah, I got a lot of things going on, and I thank you for joining us on this call tonight. I'm excited. You ready? I'm ready to go. Okay. So first, introduce yourself to our listeners. Okay, well, you know, my story is simple. I'm uh, Michael Carter, uh, you know, the author of uh, three books. I reside in New York City, originally from a small town outside of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh, single dad, uh, son and a daughter, and uh, one handsome grandson, you know, very loving lady in my life, and that really covers it. So when did you figure out that you were an author? Uh, I'm uh, 56 years old now, and uh, when I was 45, I I threatened to write up until I was 45, and when I was 45, I actually sat down and started writing and just got so into my first book, which is uh, entitled Divided Emotions, and I got so, you know, into it and... Uh, when I realized that I could write a book and, uh, you know, tell a story, it's just, uh, you know, it just consumed me and, you know, we just move forward from there. Are you um, with a publisher currently or are you self-publishing? I, I am uh, self-published. Um, uh, you know, I have mixed emotions about that. I, you know, there there is uh, good and bad about, uh, you know, both sides. Uh, but for the moment, I'm self-published and, you know, I, you know, I don't mind, uh, you know, being out here, especially being in uh, New York City, you know, because there's uh, plenty of opportunity to, you know, to get your uh, material out and, uh, you know, plenty of p- pavements to pound and, 
you know, again, you know, to get your material out there and, uh, you know, because it, it is a uh, journey, it is a marathon, you know, the career of an author, it's a marathon, it's not a sprint, and something mm-hmm. that you have to work at constantly, so, you know, being in New York City is the right place. Absolutely. So how mostly do you promote your work? Uh, well, I have been uh, blessed with, uh, you know, God-given gift of a very vivid imagination, and uh, there are always scenarios, uh, you know, to tap into, you know what I mean? And, and uh, you know, now what has happened with me is that there are, I think I might have started about uh, 20 stories, and, you know, you get to a point and you know, whether or not you can, you know, make them make sense to where, you know, you can bring it home and, and deliver a book. Uh, and then, you know, as long as it's written down, you can always go back to it. You know what I mean? When, when you know, when you do hit your writer's block, I think we all go through that as uh, mm-hmm. an author that we, you know, we do hit a block, you know, and, and, and certainly, uh, I, you know, I, I want, uh, if, if something is, you know, going to become a book and I'm going to put my name on it, I, I want the reader to be entertained, you know what I mean? And entertained to the point where, they, uh, you know, would actually want to go back and read another book, that, you know, that I wrote, and they would look forward to, you know, anything that I, uh, you know, create and release in the future. Absolutely. So what platforms have been good platforms for you to promote your work? Uh, well, you know, you have your uh, social media um and again, you know, the pavement is there, you know, the pound, and and obviously the greatest form of advertisement is uh, word of mouth. You know, and again, it's uh, you know, as long as you understand it, you know, that it, the mission is a uh, marathon. Um, you just, you know, you know, put yourself out there, and you know, you go to, uh, you know, I visit a lot of uh, you know bookstores and you know things of that nature, you know, here in. Uh, New York City and, uh, you know, try to make deals with them, you know, don't always make deals, you know, to, you know, to get my books in their stores. And then, uh, you know, with the e-books that are available now, you know, with the Kindle, um, you know, it makes it easier for uh, readers to purchase. Um, and, you know, you just, uh, you know, again, just, uh, you know, just do the best you can, to, you know, to keep your name out there as best as as best as you can. You just, uh, like I said, just, you know, just stay after it. You know, it has to be something that you work, you know, on a daily basis. Which of your books were your favorites to write? Well, I, I, and I'm sure that you can attest to this, that, you know, there's a spot in your heart for all of them. Um, <laughs> and, I, and I really can't, uh, you know, say, you know, which one was my favorite to write because they all, you know, resonate, you know, how how it works for me is that, uh, you know, once a story gets in my heart, if it's, you know, really in my heart, then the keyboard calls me. Mm-hmm. And and there's not much else that I really want to do, you know, but, uh, you know, I wake up sometimes at two or three in the morning, you know what I mean? And, and just, you know, get on the keyboard and, you know, pound the keys and, you know, but but to, you know, again to answer your question, um, you know, which at the top was which one was my favorite to write? Like I said, they all have a spot in my heart, and I can't really, you know, it's just like your children. You know what I mean? If, you know, if you have children, you can't honestly say that you, you know, at least out loud that you have a favorite one. <laughs> so, I, luckily, we only have one, so she could be my favorite all the time. <laughs> but, um. What authors, past or present, has influenced you? Uh, 
Uh, well, I, I am a big fan of uh, the great entrepreneurs and, and, and their writings. You know, big fan of, uh, you know, Andrew Carnegie, uh, Art Williams, of, uh, you know, Langston Hughes. Not necessarily that he was an entrepreneur, but, you know, a big fan of, you know, his work. Uh, Ray Kroc uh, and, and, and those type of individuals. It's all, you know, the entrepreneurs. I like to try to, uh, as, as best as I can, try to, you know, pattern myself after uh, them in some ways. I mean, you know, the things that you can use, you use, and the things you can't, you know, obviously you can't. But, you know, I am a big fan of, you know, the great entrepreneurs who built this country. Wonderful. So, how often do you spend time just writing, like just take everything else out and just write? Uh, you know, depending upon, again, how a story is really you know, laying on my heart. Um, you know, I might spend, you know, if my schedule allows, I might spend an entire day writing. And, mm-hmm. and, 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 and based on, you know, where I am in the story, you know, there are days where I have spent – literally hours just trying to get through a, a certain part of a story, you know, getting down, you know, I'm very much uh, detail oriented, you know, when I write, because, you know, when, when, when a reader is done with one of my books, I want, I don't want there to be any unanswered questions. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't want there to be, uh, uh, you know, points where they can say, you know what, that didn't really make sense. Mm-hmm. You know, or, 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 you know, that overstepped that, you know, blah, 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 you know. And, uh, you know, uh, like I said, I can spend a day writing some days. Uh, I don't have time because I, I also uh, run a little uh, cheesecake business. I am um, the Cheesecake Whisperer. I don't know if you knew that or not. Um, <laughs> I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, depending upon uh, what you know what orders I have to get out um and that's mostly that's more uh more business in the winter time than it is in the summertime so you know mm-hmm. you know then it depends on you know the time of the year so you know to answer your question it you know just depends on uh you know what day it is and you know whatever else I have going on plus uh you know my lady and I own a sex toy business how does that like just fit into your whole aura of life? Like you write but do you write erotic fiction or you just write fiction? <laughs> I, I, I write fiction and you know, I, I, I write uh you know, there are some uh romance components to the story I write to the stories that I write and you certainly can't write romance without having you know, some sexual involvement. You know, mm-hmm. you know you know, between your characters, but I don't uh, consider myself to be just, you know, straight freaky sex or, you know, anything like that. I do uh, pride myself in my storylines, you know what I mean? That, that mm-hmm. you, you know, that there are uh, storylines that, that, you know, people can follow. There hopefully are components about a character, uh, you know, that they can identify with and, and you know, to, to, again, make sure that, uh uh, you know what I'm writing makes sense. You know what I mean. That you know, you know mm-hmm. that could happen. You know something. You know they'll read it. You know that could overpower. Happen. Sure. Like with the sex overpowers everything. I don't like stories like that. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, I mean, I like, like a well balanced, well rounded story. Like I don't want to read a book where like it's like constant sex. Like even in TV shows, like 
being Mary Jane. I hate that show. <laughs> like, every time it comes on, like, she's having sex or she's mad because she couldn't have sex. It's just, it's just it's something like <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm uh, you know, you know, also, uh, you know, you know, with that being said, that, you know, I try not to, you know, you know, make my characters that everybody is not totally fine, totally good looking, mm-hmm. you know, um, uh, they're actually, uh, you know, a, a character or two who are not very good in the bed, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I don't, you know, you know, every everybody who has had sex, you know what I mean? Not. Every session has been mind blowing. You know what I mean. We have all had some bad sex, you know, and, you know, in our lives, you know. <laughs> and you know, I, I I just try to, be, you know, as, as best as I can. Be as be, realistic as possible. Right, and, and, but at the same time, you also have to entertain. You know, you also mm-hmm. want those pages to turn. You, you know, you mm-hmm. certainly don't want, you know, for people to, uh, you know, get into your book and and uh, you know after a chapter or two that they can actually put it down and now nah, get back to it. I like to think that. Uh, you know, I can write a story. All in one sentence. You know, or, or or that day. Oh, I can't wait to you know get home. I can't wait to get the kids to bed. You know, I, you know, because I'm in the middle of this good book, and you know, like that. So, you know, that's what uh, you know my uh, attempt is anyway. When I, when I'm you know writing the story. I agree. If there was any author, past or present, that you could do a collaboration with, who would it be? Um, I'm gonna take a a, a, a sidestep. The 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 one person I would like to work with, and and when I say a sidestep, is would be Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would like to work with Stevie, uh, because you know he is as much a poet as he is a songwriter. Mm-hmm. And I would love to, you know the chance to you know of course we you know this is not going to happen you know obviously mm-hmm. but. <laughs> you know, Stevie Wonder will be the one person that I would want to work with, and and, and again, I do consider him, you know, to be a uh, poet as, as as well as a songwriter. And I do write poetry. I have never uh, published a book of poetry, but uh, you know, there, you know, I have, uh, you know, made my attempts at uh, you know being a, a poet on stage as well. So. That's something to look at in 2016, you know, publish a book of poetry, give your readers something new to look at, and, you know, platform of you. Yeah, that would be something that I would look at, you know, uh, you know a little mm-hmm. bit down the road. It's just uh, nothing that I am passionate about at this point. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and I, I believe me, I, I have enough, I've written enough poems where I could actually, you know, put them in a, in a book, but um, you know, again, that's something that, that uh, you know I'll, I'll take a look at you know down the road as I you know because I, I do enjoy getting on the stage mm-hmm. and and uh, you know uh, you know going to the poetry slams and you know I, it's not something that I do a great deal, but I do enjoy it and it's again it's just something that I you know will uh, you know you know take a look at you know down the road. Um, I have, uh, I, I, you know, I like to say that I have a lot on my plate, but I see, other, you know, uh, you know, other people doing much more than I'm doing. So, I, you know, sometimes I do question myself that, you know, maybe I could do more than what it is I do. So. Like, you, you have a life, like, a book. Like, it may look like everybody else is doing a whole lot, but sometimes, you know, real life takes some precedence. 
over, but if I did that last too was by myself, like, I could be doing this, I could be doing that, and it's like, well, I have real life, too. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah, you know, uh, like, uh, take Tyler Perry, for example, because um, he has the same 24 hours. I love Tyler Perry. I, I, I love Tyler. I love, you know, not necessarily all of his work, but I love uh, you know, the culmination of his body of work. Because he gets a lot of it in, and he has the same 24 hours in his day that we all have. Mm-hmm. And like I said, when I, you know, again, I'm certainly not trying to uh, compare myself to Tyler Perry by any stretch of the imagination. But when when you see somebody, you know, using him as an example, when you see somebody, uh, you know, getting it in and 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 being able to, you know, take their time and be as productive as you know their being, you know, you, you just have to question yourself that, you know, could you do more? You, you, you know, could you maybe learn a little better how to manage your time and, and you know, to be able to get more out of it? Now, of course, uh, you know, when, when you talk about somebody like Tyler Perry, you know, he has, uh, you know, an entire organization around him, but he had to work to build that as well. So, you know, but, but again, I, I'm certainly not wanting people to feel like I compare myself to Tyler Perry, not by any stretch of the imagination, just that I'm using him, you know, as, as an, an example, example. Of, of how he, you know, maximizes, you know, his 24 hours. That's all. That's the point I'm trying to make. I agree to some extent. <laughs> but I think that, like, when, like, we can't, as people, put too much stress on ourselves because I'll tell you I do like a million things in a day and then just be like like right now I'm a little bit tired so it's like you know you do so much and then you overwork yourself so sometimes you know when you're passionate about one thing and you could progress on that one thing that you're passionate about that in itself should be success for you because if you're if you're working towards something that you are passionate about and that you love to do, and it doesn't feel like work to you when you do it, then that in itself is absolutely it like success. But you know, un- unfortunately, most people don't get that, mm-hmm. and most people don't have a life. And, and and not that I, you know, my life is everything I would like for it to be, but most people don't understand that, you know, what what it means to be able to have a life where you're you're doing what you're passionate about to where it doesn't Mm -hmm. seem like you're going to work. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, most people, you know, you know, and you know, you got to get food on the table, you know, the lights have to come on, you know, the water has Mm -hmm. to come on when you want to wash your butt, (laughs) you know, you know, yeah, folks have to do what they have to do. And I get that, but you know, ultimately that's what, uh, Life, you know, is what I, you know, we all should be working towards is, you know, to being able to, you know, have a life where we're doing what we're passionate about, and and hopefully, you know, making a very very decent living at it. Absolutely, and so, what um, can readers be looking forward to from you this year? Well, I have, uh, you, you know, one book that I am. In the middle of, um, and I like where it's going. Um, I don't have, I don't, you know, put a, a time frame, <laughs> you know, on, on myself. I, you know, story is done when it's done. Mm-hmm. And I, I, again, I don't put put a time frame on it. Um, and I, I know that, uh, you know, at some point this year that that uh, this particular story. Um, will be done. I, I would like to give you the title, but the title has changed four times. 
<laughs> to this point. So, uh, you know, but I can tell you that, you know, it is about a, uh, you know, a married couple who, uh, you know, based on their uh, busy schedules, just don't have time to be married. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then there will be a series of events that are going to make them realize that maybe they're not making the, you know, the proper choices you know, by putting their uh, marriage at risk, you know what I mean? So, you know, at some point, you know, they're going to both realize that, uh, you know, we should really, really be, uh, you know, more in tune to, you know, this marriage. If we, you know, if in fact we got married for the right reasons, then, you know, this is what it is that, you know, we need to focus on, you know what I mean? Because they're both very busy. They're both, you know, career minded and, you know, like I said, there will be a series of events that are going to make them realize, you know, that they need to make better choices. What advice would you give to an aspiring author? To write? Advice. You know, to write? To write? Yes. Yes. To write? To write? <laughs> get on the keyboard, pound the keys, pound the keys, and promote yourself shamelessly. Mm-hmm. And I have to with, learn that to promote myself shamelessly. It's, it's hard because I don't want to feel um, arrogant. Like so, it's hard okay, for well, me. Well, you to, know what? You know what? Yeah. Like I want to be humble. Like I don't want to be like, look at me. I'm doing all of this stuff. And like you know, I want people to find me on their own. So it's kind of hard. Like I had to break out of that. I yeah, guess like do. after the first year of writing and being established and doing all those things that I'm doing right now, I emerged a little bit and started to now promote my, like, I, somebody's like, oh, I'm looking for books to read, and I'm like, read this. Like, well, before I wouldn't do that. Well, yeah, as I, you know, mentioned, you know, a little bit earlier in this conversation that I, I you know, have studied the great entrepreneurs extensively. And one of the things, one of the commonalities among the great entrepreneurs is that they pretty much make a point, and however they word it, that you have to dare to be great. And mm-hmm. and, and with that, if, if if you're going to try to compete and, and, and make yourself known in any form of entertainment, and as authors, we are entertainers. We are entertainers like actors or, mm-hmm. you know, athletes or, you know, whatever have you. You know, but you have to dare to be great, and there is some form of arrogance that comes with it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, that's nothing to be ashamed of. You, you, you know, being arrogant uh, and being confident is, is much different than, you know, just being rude and being cocky. Yeah, yeah. But you, right. you, there's nothing wrong with, you know, saying, hey, you, you know, uh, I have X amount of books, you know, and, and, and this is what's available. And I'd like, for you, you know, for you to read it. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, certainly if, if, if you don't uh, or if you're not willing to promote yourself, nobody else is going to be willing, you know. Mm-hmm. I had to really well, like break out of that. Now I'd be like, look, I'm doing this and I'm doing that and blah, blah, blah. But before I was like, when, especially when I first broke into the publishing industry, I just was like, I was like so humble. I, I guess I didn't really, you know, want any negative opinions about my books and stuff like okay, that. But yeah, now it's like, I really um, don't care. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah, care. That, if you that, like it, you like it. Yeah, there, there. I don't care what you do. I, you know, Yara, if you 
decided that you wanted to give 20 people each a million dollars, one of them would complain because you didn't give them two. <laughs> Absolutely. I learned that the hard way. And it is what it is. Now it's like I really don't care. Like, if you like it, you like it, you don't, you don't. Right. But it's like. And, you know. Absolutely. You know, you, you there's going to be haters. There, You know, there are going to be people who, you know, there are people on this planet that need negativity like they need air. You know, and, you know, when they bring it to you, you just let it roll off of you like water off a grease pig's butt. That's it. <laughs> you know, I mean, really, there's, there's no other way to, you know, to really, uh, you know, want to look at that. You know, because you, you will never, you will never please everybody. Like I said, you, you know, you gave 20 people a million dollars. One of them is going to complain. Why couldn't you? Well, you could give me a million. Why didn't you give me two? You're never going to make everybody happy. So. Agree. You know, you, you just, you know, do you. And, you know, as long as you are doing what is right and what is positive and what works for you, then, you know, it comes out. It's, it's like, you know, it's when you bake a cake, you know, for example. Now, me being a baker, I would use this analogy, but I know that, you know, when I go to bake a cheesecake, I know that if I use the same ingredients every time, that cheesecake is going to come out the same way every time. Now, Mm -hmm. will everybody like it? No. (laughs) But, you know, uh, uh, a lot of people will. So, you know, like I said, you do you, and you just keep doing you. You keep doing what's right. You keep doing what's positive. Then, you know, you you when you do positive things, basically positive things are going to happen. And and you, you just yeah, you just work with that mindset, and you know your 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 rewards are out there. If you want to go get them, they're out there. It's just how you approach it, and and you know how you go after it, but it's out there, you know, and, and, and again, when the negativity comes, you just, you know, brush it aside. Don't take it personal, you know, cause the, the, what I've found, and again, I'm 56 years old. What I found about the people who bring the negativity are the ones who, who for whatever their reasons, aren't willing to go and, and do and, and work for whatever they want. You know, they, they're not willing to go and, and, and take those steps. You know what I mean? You know, take that road less traveled to where they have to knock down some trees. You know what I mean? It's, it's just easier for them to put other people down than it is to uplift, uplift themselves. Absolutely. So where could the listeners find your work? I uh, am available on uh, Amazon.com. And, uh, you know, my books, you know, either you can, uh, you know, my author name is Michael Jeffrey Carter. You can either go to Amazon and uh, put in either Michael Jeffrey Carter or, you know, the titles of my books, which are Divided Emotions. Second book is called When Opposite Worlds Collide. And my third book is The Rules Between Girlfriends. Or you can go to authorhouse.com. And, again, enter, you know, and, and, you know, keyword Michael Jeffrey Carter, and, uh, you know, my books will come up. And uh, they're both available in, in both paperback and in ebook format. Absolutely. So this has been Between Girlfriends with Michael Carter. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you for having me. It's been an extreme pleasure to chat with you this evening. The pleasure is all mine. Um, go out and one-click all of his books. <laughs> of course, um, become a part of his mind. 
and um, help us in celebrating the first issue of C, which came out yesterday. Oh, great. want to click that. <laughs> the first issue of our magazine, our female entrepreneurs magazine, where his name is also mentioned <laughs> in that magazine. Uh we certainly will be checking that out, and uh, you know, again, uh, I, I wish you uh, continued success on your journey. And uh, you know, again, just uh, you know, Yara, go after yours. You know, don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed to go claim what's yours. Absolutely. Because I, I tell you what, at the end of the day, you know, when you, on your judgment day, you know, it, you, you know, your your maker is going to ask you, did you use the gifts that I gave you? Did you utilize mm-hmm. them as best as you could? And you got to be able to say, yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. So. so, again, thank you for joining us. And, again, thank you for having me. Again, it's been an extreme pleasure. And tomorrow we'll be talking to Ms. Simply Shonda Lee tomorrow at 8 p.m. here on Talk Show. I'm Yara Kalima. This is Swag Radio. Stay beautiful. Stay blessed. Keep it Swagalicious. Good night. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.